This is Fit Talk episode number 108. Trust your gut. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Mark Fit. And we are coming to you once again with a very important message, as you may have seen from the title, Always Trust Your Gut. And we've got some good reasons why your instincts, your first instincts, are usually the best ones. So right before we dive into this episode, we're going to give a big a big thank you to our sponsor at More Supplements. And as we speak, you might have heard the little jitters in my voice right now. It's because I'm drinking Achieve, which is without a doubt the best pre Workout. That's just a good idea. <laughs> According to podcast. We've done this before, but here we go. We're, it's all live, unscripted, as you guys know. This stuff is the real deal. So if you want to check them out, go to moresupplements.com, their new and improved website, which is just gorgeous right now. So you can choose from three flavors I've achieved. That is blue raspberry, which is my personal favorite, black cherry, which is Mark's favorite, or fruit punch as well. All of them are spectacular. So whatever you do, it's a winner. You can use the discount code FITTALK to save 10%. And one more time, that's moresupplements.com. Now then, this week's episode, I mean, as you heard from the title, always trust your gut. We've got a couple of reasons why you should always do that. And it's kind of a... Uh, a big message. You guys might be familiar with the video Mark posted. I think it was about a week or so ago. And he had a visitor all the way from, it was uh, Japan, right? Oh yeah, man. And that was just an awesome experience, an awesome moment to be uh, with someone from, from Japan. But maybe yeah, we'll just explain a little bit like the story. Just tell the story to people. It's really nuts. I mean, this guy, as he says, just came, flew all the way from Japan to Quebec completely on a whim. He had no agenda. He had no appointment, absolutely nothing. It was all based on a simple chance that he could possibly meet Mark and Tony. And the the, the big part in that, guys, is he wasn't here like just for vacation or to for, for business, you know? He just decided like last minute, that's what he told us, like he told his friend, I'm going to Canada. I'm going to meet <laughs> Marfit and Tony. And I was like, what? And I, and he didn't like contact us in before. He didn't know where we were. He didn't know where we were like hanging out. He like never know, even like, shot an email being like, if I come here, nothing. will you be here? Nothing. Have you seen like an email <laughs> from him like in our mailbox? No. <laughs> nothing. So um, basically the the manager at the, at the gym that he went to, because he did a couple of places, that's what he told me. He went to a couple of like supplement shop. He went to a couple of stores that rise... Um, is in a couple of stores, you know. So he went to maybe six or seven locations, as we told me. And then uh, he went to Move Action, where I'm training right now. So he went there and just asked people, like, do you know Mark Fit? So the manager at the place and the um, the girl who was uh, at the front desk just told him, like, yes, he's training here. So, And then he was like, oh, can you, do you know if he will come today? And he was willing to wait until I was going there to train, you know. Uh, and basically like the manager of the place just contact me, sent me a message on Facebook. Like there's a guy here from Japan who want to meet you. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? I was like, um, I guess I will come. I was, uh, I was going to the gym in like 40 minutes. So I said, I will be there in about like 30 minutes because I had like meetings and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I decided to go and then I met the guy and it was just cool to see someone from Japan just coming there to take a chance, you know, just to, um, have the chance to meet me. And when I say I have the chance, not because I'm seeing myself above people, it's just that was like his 
the way he was seeing it, you know. And that's just what he wanted to do. Like he came all the way out there, no agenda whatsoever. Like, did he want anything? Like, did he want um like a, a shirt or something like that? Did he want you to that's sign a- something? Like he just wanted to go and like shake your hand, meet you, say yeah. a couple words, and that's it. And he just asked me where you can buy like a rice belt, and I just told him like there's different location. You can just go on the website and you will see uh where where you can buy the belt, you know. We are like in fifty stores right now like 50 stores. <laughs> so that being said then i just had a discussion with him like during like 30 minutes and it was just nice to see how he was like into it and basically he wanted to uh to have me and tony go to japan you know and be there and just hang out and maybe train oh, yeah. there and that was like his kind of like request if we're going to japan just to stop there and just say hi um and yeah Man, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. But I mean, that is such a big thing, guys, because look at that. Like, I mean, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Like I compare it to, you know, my story when I went to go and meet you and everything. But that is on such a larger scale. That's like it's a transatlantic <laughs> flight. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like so when, long. And like, when I went to go and meet you, you know, at least I knew where you were going to be. I knew the time. I knew the location. He just flew across the world. And it was just like, okay, now like the hunt is on kind of thing. Like <laughs> no idea whatsoever. Yeah, and that's car and just going from place to place and just trying to find me out. And he probably found found me because I, I tagged myself as a like in the gym the day pre previous I met him. Oh yeah. Actually that's uh that's that's pretty clever that he was able to do that. But that's freaking nuts, man. I know. But- and it can be like weird. It can be like, oh my god, this guy is a crazy fan, you can see it like that, or just like <laughs> You know, because we have seen like a couple of like weird emails or met weird people like just crying is fine, but there's <laughs> like the next level of like, can you give me your shirt? We've because we've had our fair it. share of experiences, you know. You know? Like, <laughs> no. Or can I buy like your old clothes? Um, no, yep. man, you need to consult or do something with it, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that being said, and basically it was kind of a, like a connection. It didn't have anything. But uh, the only thing that he wanted is maybe if he can help uh, us like in business in terms of like material and like clothes and everything. You just want to understand the business, where we want to bring it and uh, what's our future plan, you know? What what was like the scale and the impact that we want to have in the world and just believe in what we create, Tony and I. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And you have like some connection in Japan and all that stuff. So we'll see if we will do something. But it wasn't like the core of like kind of like the meeting really. It was just really want like to meet us. And he brought me a, a huge bottle of like sake, even though I don't really drink alcohol. No often, kidding. But it was, it, ju- it just explained to me that it's um, a mark of respect. Yeah. You always do that like with uh, with guests or with people that you meet or that you appreciate. appreciate. Never actually tried sake, so I wonder if that's any good. But either way, that's... Me either, but you're coming down like in two weeks. So we'll that's right. It. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I'm going to be joining Mark once again in Quebec in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be flying out there. We'll have a chance to do some more video podcasts like you guys like. Really excited to do that. But um, back to what it is. Yeah, I mean, I can't just like wrap my head around the gravity of that, man. Like, like that's so cool to to me because I resonate with that that man's story so much. Actually, did you get his name or do you happen to, to remember it? Because Oh, my God. Um, I made like a, a vlog. I recorded him and he mm. see his name like in it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I cannot pronounce it really. You know. Nonetheless, that gentleman's name. Um, massive respect to him because uh, that that 
you know, I think about that and it's just on such a larger scale than what I did, but I understand that. And I think it's so cool that he did that. Um, for those of you guys, longtime Fit Talk listeners know the story. If you guys are just joining us though for the first time, uh, if you're not familiar with how I actually ended up meeting Mark for the first time, is because I was a member of the Team Fit section and uh, I was, you know, just a massive follower of Mark. You know, everything he was doing, I was just loving it. And then one day when he uploaded a video to Facebook saying that he was going to be at the Toronto Pro Super Show, I dropped everything. I skipped work and I drove uh, to Toronto, which is about four hours from where I am, just so I could go and meet him, shake his hand, tell him that I loved what he was doing. If there was any way I could be a part of it, you know, I was willing to offer my services to him. And I gave him my resume, <laughs> uh, which this day we still kind of laugh about because Mark <laughs> looks yeah, at it and he's I'm, like, I'm, he had no idea what to do with it. <laughs> I'm not conventional in, in, in the way that who I'm hiring or who I work with, you know, it's more, yeah. I, I just like to see in the eyes of people, like if they are driven, because no matter if you have like the best resume ever, or you're like the, you have the best skill. If you're not driven, then it's pointless. It means if nothing. you're driven, you will want to learn, you know, you will do everything to learn it. And that's how I've been able to build everything that I'm doing. And that's how I hire people if you want to work. Absolutely. And I mean, I had, uh, I knew what my strengths and what my skills were at the time. And, uh, you know, that's exactly what I did with Mark. You know, I took that chance, much like our uh, Japanese friend did, um, just went out there, laid it out and was like, you know, this is how it is. You know, I shook Mark's hand, got a picture and that was it. And uh, next thing you know, about a month or two later, things kind of started from there and Mm -hmm. the rest is history. Um, But I have so much respect for people who are willing to do that. And I've had people actually um, approach me on Twitter, uh, just, you know, DMing me and doing the exact same thing. And they've brought up that story. They're like, you know, Matt, you know, just like you, uh, I just want to lay it out there, man, and see you know, if there's anything we can do. And, you know, if there if it's ever openings for us to, you know, expand the team, I tell these people, I was like, you know, I've got your name down, my man, you know, and uh, I, I appreciate what you did. And I appreciate you putting your name out there because um, I know it takes guts. I know it takes a lot of courage. And sometimes it can be scary because putting yourself out there is scary. If you have a fear of rejection, if you have a fear of failure, you know, that sometimes can stop people. So Mm -hmm. if you're willing to get past that and put your name out there and put your, just lay it all out there and just be like, you know, this is how it is. And I just want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's the goal of the episode is just to give you insight or just encourage you to go after what you want and just to, as the title follow your gut, just follow what you feel is right, what you need to do to get where you want to be, you know? And it's it's not by taking like the shortcut or just cheating or trying to, because a lot of time, like you will see like a quote or some someone like posting, like I will do anything like to be successful. But I don't really like this quote in term of like, you need to do it right. And you don't want to like kind of cheat the process because if you do that, then you don't learn really what it takes to be there, you know? Um, but other than that, you need real. I wouldn't say it enough, you know. It's just you need to go out there and just do it, you know, and just try and try and try over and over and over again. And you never know what will happen, you know. The the friends of the uh, the guy who came from Japan, they were telling him like, "You're you're stupid. You will never meet him," you know. Mm-hmm. And he did. And I I recorded him like just as a proof, you know, that he did. And we took like some pictures and we had like a, a good conversation, you know. Uh, so you never know what will happen when you put yourself out there and when you try and you take the risk 
No, exactly right. And like we said, I mean, your gut instinct is usually right. But to that end, there's also another quote, which I love, which is um, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And so if your first instinct is, "Mm, I shouldn't do that, "Mm, you probably shouldn't. If your first instinct is, you know, I can do this, I should do this, then go for it. Don't think about it any more than that and go for it. Because more often than not, your first instinct is going to lead you to what uh, you're supposed to do because that is your that is your reflex that is your intrinsic thought and reaction and we're all predisposed I think to do um, what is best for us you know not only in just like a carnal level but like a psychological one as well you know we're 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 thinking about what it is that we're supposed to be doing and I think that's going to translate to your life as well not just the basic fight or flight response but you know everything so so much respect for people who actually go out and do that. And think about it with Mark, you know, when the, when you first got started with whatever it is that you're doing, you've said for a long time that, you know, when you were younger, you knew that you could be something great. You knew that you could be successful and impact the world in a crazy way. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about, you know, you just acted on that and here we go. Like it's, it's phenomenal where where you're at right now right and usually it's not only like the way that you feel or that you know that you need to do something it's just your entire body will move toward it your body is so intelligent and i think we lost this connection with with the way that we not only feel mentally but also like physically and when you feel that you need to do something or you you feel that you know, sometimes you have like a weight on your shoulders or you you feel like more trapped like in your chest. Usually it's because like you need to do something or you need to, to do the right choice and your body just try to speak to you in a certain way because it's all energy, the way we interact with people, the way that we feel. And it's not like we see colors, but like the way it is, it's, there's no colors really. It's just like the, our perception of like our eyes would transform everything in colors. Um, and there's a lot of stuff like that. And I always been like passionate about like, Oh, what is life, you know, or what is the universe or what is hurt, you know, or like human. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a lot of documentary. I'm not an expert on the subject, but if you want to check that out, yeah, just type some, something like on Google and you will find a a ton of video about like energy and that we are like, um, we we, we can project your energy to people. Like when you, when you have a dog, okay. If you say something and you just say it without feeling it, the dog will not listen to you because he can feel the energy that you project. And it's, it's a lot like that as well. Like as, the interaction you have with human, you can feel when someone is true or you can feel when you, you're not like a bad person or you're not trying to hack to get something and don't really care about it. You know, you can always feel that. And you can also feel when someone try to ditch you or whatever, you know? So I think like the, the important like things to notice about that is just, we need to follow the way we feel physically also mentally, but physically, it's uh, an important part as well. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about that. And it's as we speak, guys, right now, I'm actually on Skype with Mark on video and I see Rocco in the background there. But, you know, you can you can yeah. tell that he can uh, pick up on Mark's energy very much so. Um, but it's so true. I mean, energy 
is projected from everybody. And you can always pick up on that, you know, people who are positive, people who are negative. Um, but bringing it back to the whole intrinsic part of this entire podcast, um, it's kind of funny to think about it and look at it this way when you say that, you know, your first instinct is usually the right one. So why so often are people textbook overthinkers? And like, you know, I think we're all guilty of it sometimes, but you know, we don't act upon these things right away and we start questioning our first instinct, you know, and we mull things over, over and over again. And sometimes, you know, if we ignore it and we end up regretting it later, but you know, why do you think that is that sometimes why. we can't trust ourselves? Um, the only reason is like the, I, I don't want to say that, but like government or <laughs> like the leaders or people who have like a, a certain power in people. And mm -hmm. the way that we have been raised lately and that we forget how important it is and the connection with the nature, connection with human. Um, we are more individual than before. Uh, we all have like our cell phone. There's a, there's a lot of factors, you know, to... You think we've been conditioned to doubt ourselves. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Because like if everyone were doing what they wanted to do, like the world would, would be like different and the people like in the power wouldn't do like the same thing, you know? They Very much. They couldn't like do do the same thing as I just said. And it's it's also, um, oh my God, I cannot enter in that topic, but <laughs> it's just so long like to just explain everything. But at the end of the day, it's the way we were raised as well. And it's not because our parents wasn't good. It's just because they weren't raised as well to do that, you know, to follow your instinct, to to go after what you want. It was always like get a get a job, get a safe job, because before it was all right, you know, you 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 could work forty hours a week and get a good salaries, get your families, yeah. and everything was just okay and it was secure. These days, there's nothing secure. There's nothing you need nope. to live in 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 the uncertainty. And there's a lot of people who try to search certainty in life, and because of that they try to get the job the, and they don't go after what they truly want. You know, they want to just get the 40 hours a week, get a good salary and that's it. They don't want to expand. They don't want to seek for more. They don't want to have like, it, it's not just, they don't want to have more, but it's also, they weren't conditioned to have more, but they know they can be more, but they don't take the action to be more. That, that gap between, um, you know, knowing that, and acting upon it, it's, you know, it seems like it's just inches apart, but it's actually just miles away. Like it's, it's hard for people to, to do that, you know, whether they're aware of it or not to actually start acting upon it. And like you said, go for something more like so many people, they search for that, like you said, security. Um, but in this day and age, it just doesn't exist. And if you can even grab onto something that even has that illusion of security, it doesn't last very long. Um, like, as we know, pensions aren't really going to exist in our generation. Like that's, that's pretty much over. You won't be able to retire on, on something like that on a quote unquote pension and uh, be able to live like that. You need to, you need to find something more and you need to get creative with the way you manage your finances. But like you said, a lot of people are still hoping that they can find something in that space. And it's so few and far between now. And even if you can get something like that, it doesn't last. Exactly. And that's why like the informational world is so big right now. Like everyone is seeking to get the the secret sauce, you know, to get mm -hmm. the perfect information to do what they want to achieve. You know, they don't want to take the risk to try stuff. And that 
and it's kind of like sad that people don't don't go after what they think is right and they are seeking for approval because it's stopping the how fast like the human race can grow you know mm -hmm. and it's just so weird that people need like if they they know that they can do something but they need to have like all the approval in the world to start and at the end of the day they just read and read and have all the information and all the knowledge without doing anything with it i'm a big believer in like acting first and then learning in the process um and that's <laughs> that's that's why i'm doing so much stuff like i don't know anyone like in in my industry who produces as much content as i do The reason why is not because I'm better. It's just because I'm acting every single hours of the day. So I'm, much content and over so many different mediums. Oh yeah. And it's it's just because I'm I'm trying and trying and I'm always acting. If it doesn't work, then I keep working on it, you know? And there's no waste every day. It's just I'm acting, I'm producing as much as I can because one day I won't be able to do so and that's my time now. Um, so yeah, I guess I just use the time restriction that we have as motivation and a lot of people don't do that and it's truly or, epic yeah. or, they don't, it. <laughs> or they don't even have like the internal motivation to do it for me that's my motivation but like if you have like something else like even like your your family maybe they need like your support or um anything you know you need to have some sort of motivation and spirit i would say not motivation because motivation it's something that for me like for example i can motivate you But when you have something more internal, like an inspiration to achieve something, then it's totally different and you will always act more than just seeking and take your time and all that stuff. Um, for example, like my sister just wrote me like a, a nice note on my desk last time she's working uh, with me. And she just uh, wrote me a, a really, really nice note. Like, I believe in you, my brother. You always has been great. Uh, I will always support you in your like in what you decide to do and just a nice note, you know, I can, that's beautiful. Yeah. And it was just like that empowered me to just act and act because she counted on me and it's just awesome. Like to see that that's kind of like, that's my inspiration. That's one of the inspiration that I have just to, to produce as much as I can and just to follow my gut. And I know I'm not a bad person. So if I'm, doing something it will be for the right reason and it's always that like for people and it, i will never arm anyone and my goal is just to give as many positive energy as i can even though that someday i don't want to like i'm, I'm just negative but i always force myself it's kind of a lifestyle of like being positive and when you force yourself to always turn out the way you think then you just learn the process and you become better at it and people like They always say to me, like, everything you touch turn into gold. <laughs> But it's not true, really. It's just, I never stop. I always try and try and try, and eventually it works. There's the act of uh, mining for gold during that process. They see, the, they see the searching for it, and they see the gold, but they don't see the process of actually digging for it and mining for it. Um, and I have to say, that's something I realized... Uh, The other day, I was just saying this to my brother, Alex, is like, I have so much respect now for um, like so much extra respect, I would say, for um, you and for our programmer extraordinaire, uh, Al, um, who deal with all the super technical stuff on the web design and coding stuff for all that. Because, I mean, I can't say enough how that's not my bag. And... Uh, 
just after dealing with it for just building some pages uh, for the show notes and the podcast and everything, I was like, man, the fact of like building that stuff and then having to do what has to be done on the back end to add it to the app and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's time consuming and it's uh, mentally exhausting. And to actually learn that stuff, I can't imagine to actually the, the serious technical side of that stuff. I, I can't even imagine. So people who learn that stuff from scratch, who might not be uh, predisposed for it and not initially just, you know, live for that kind of stuff. I think it's absolutely incredible. So, um, you know, much respect for that, especially since you self-taught yourself all that stuff, you know, there, there wasn't a course for that that you took. So, um, more than ever, I have to say that I'm aware of, uh, what my strengths are, uh, what I do well. Um, and for the stuff that I don't, I, I have to say just incredible, you know what I mean? And it's insane that you've been able to teach yourself that. Um, and that goes for Al. I don't know if he ever took courses on that as well, or if he oh, yes, was self-taught. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's at that university and, um, just in programming. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what he's there for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right on. But I mean, he's a beast nonetheless. And I have to say that yeah. stuff is insane and it's so over my head. So people who do that, um, got to say hats off to you. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. Okay, guys, before we wrap up today, I just want to say um, if things sound a little bit choppy today, uh, we've had a couple of technical difficulties on our side. So we had to keep uh, cutting and uh, restarting the recording. For some reason, uh, one of our recorders isn't working that well. So um, either way, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we're able to take something away from it. Basically, I mean, as you guys know, the crux is act on your gut act on your feeling because it's the right way to go. It's, I mean, your intrinsic motivation is not going to lead you astray. So whatever it is that you want, go after it and don't take any side questions from the people who might discourage your course of action. That's for sure. And I think like everyone wants to be great. There's no one, there's no human who just want to just be there, you know, be a zombie. Um, so I just hope that that can inspire you to do something. And even though that you don't think you can do it, I'm sure you can. And just just take me as an example, you know. I'm, I was so bad life in English. I was just so, so bad. Like if someone were just talking to me, I would just be so shy, turn mm -hmm. red, and I couldn't even take an order at McDonald's. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine, guys? I was that bad. And now today you see like the progress in like five years, okay? And that everything that I create is in English. I just recorded a long podcast. I recorded over a hundred episodes. I recorded yeah. over a thousand videos. And everything that I'm doing is in English. For sure I have an accent and I will never lose it. And this is just my origin, you know? I'm French Canadian and I don't want to lose it too. It's what makes me who I am. Um, and I've never been in business school i never uh learned on how to build a website and i did it just because i wanted to learn it and i wanted to create something it's not fun to code a website but i know the end result <laughs> i know the end result and i know it's just i focus more on the goal you know than just the process of being there um so when you start doing that it's just a different world it's just a different way you will see things and you just learn that you can do anything. You can be anything. And that's my only goal. That's why I'm trying to share with you everything that I'm doing and the process of being there in hope of inspiring you doing the same to go after what you believe. And it's not just 
following my path, but like depending on what you want to do, just go after it. I couldn't agree more. And on that, guys, I mean, can't stress this enough. Just do what it is that you love and uh, don't don't be afraid to put in the work. You can see any of the examples here. Like Mark said, I mean, uh, you know, baseline this thing about you know, going to McDonald's and not even being able to uh, to place an order or something like that. It's, it's the exact same thing for me whenever I go and visit him in Quebec. If we go to Thai Express or any other uh, any other place to actually go and get food, I'm just like, hey, Mark, can you uh, can you order for me? please, because uh, I'm not able to basically say anything. And when I'm lucky, uh, there are some people there who are going to speak English with me, but but do all that. So on that, thanks so much for listening, guys. Again, uh, if you want to check out more of our episodes, go to fittalk.com. Sorry again for the uh, the chopped up sound today, but we are having some technical difficulties. We'll hopefully get those squared away for the next episode. But on that, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you guys next week on Fit Talk. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.